0: Here it comes. The latest people, trends, and news on sustainable living in and around our corner of the country. Down to Earth with Mrs. Green. Spotlight on the Southwest. And now, Mrs. Green.
1: Welcome everybody, you are indeed listening to Down to Earth with Mrs. Green and for the next 30 minutes we're going to put a great spotlight on Tucson Medical Center. I am Gina Murphy-Darling and I thank you for joining us all of our listeners. So let me tell you a little bit about TMC. It is really leading the way in improving the health and well-being of the communities of Tucson and Southern Arizona with a wide range of wellness offerings and I underline the word wellness that address physical, nutritional, mental, and emotional well-being. TMC is honestly helping to create a healthier Tucson, a healthier community for all of us. And this show is a third of a 12-part TMC Embraces Wellness series. And we're excited in Mrs. Green's world about bringing the series to our community and highlighting TMC's outstanding commitment to health and wellness. What a concept of their patients. It's not sick care, it's well care. But if you're sick, they know how to make you well. The name of our show tonight is actually TMC, Tucson Medical Center, Report to the Community. Joining me in studio are Julia Strange, Vice President of Community Benefit, and Michael Duran, Vice President, Chief Development Officer at TMC. Michael, welcome back. Nice to be back. Julia, thanks for being here on this wonderful, um, cool day. <laughs> Happy uh-huh. to be here. <laughs> um, so, TMC and the TMC Foundation Issued a wonderful annual report to our community and one center publication this month. So, we're going to talk about some of the highlights in that, of which there are many. So, I'm going to do very little talking and a lot of listening. And let's start with how much of a benefit, how many millions of dollars have you um, put into basically an investment in the community, and what percent of the revenue? I mean, the numbers are really very compelling.
2: Tucson Medical Center is a nonprofit community hospital, and we take our role there very as that very seriously. About um, we give back more than five fifty-six million dollars uh, to the community every year. That's a combination of uncompensated care, unpaid costs associated with caring for Medicaid and Medicare patients, outreach and education, and more. <clears throat> our, um, that's eleven point eight percent of our net revenue that goes to benefiting the community. And that's how we earn our tax-exempt status. Um, We take this very seriously. And so we go a step beyond what is required um, by any sort of law or regulation. And we actually publish and host a community event and report so that we can make sure that the community is aware of just the many different ways that we endeavor to make the community healthier
1: and it's really important and as a citizen of this community it's wonderful to be involved in the nonprofit world in sports events in a lot of healthy activities and see that TMC is really a proud sponsor and that means there's an investment of time and money and resources and it's TMC is really in a lot of places now speaking of places I am happy that I went out to hear the report to the community way out east. We call it way out east. People in Tucson are so provincial and territorial. It's like, it's all the way out there? Well, those people need care too, and it's such a rapidly growing area. So tell us about the Rincon Health Campus at Drexel, and I say Houghton. What do you guys say? You're shaking your head, right? Houghton. Okay, talk about what that's going to be. It's a big deal.
2: The, uh, the, the TMC Rincon Health Campus is a multi-specialty clinic that will open up at the end of this year. It will serve that community out in southeast, Air, southeast Tucson that is really um, in great need of medical services. There will be primary care um, through our TMC1 network and also specialty care. There will be a wound care center with hyperbaric chambers and an infusion clinic, radiology services, and much more. It's an $11 million investment in the community, and it'll be a 44,000-square-foot, two-story building. So we're very proud to be out there.
1: And are you saying from the dirt that we sat on to the end of this year, is it going to be finished?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, it it absolutely it wow. will be finished by the end of the year. We're on track, and we're, we, are, we know that the community is, um, is hungry for the services. They have asked us um, to re- keep our commitment in terms of that time frame, and we are, we are on schedule to do that.
1: And a perfect segue to that. And for people, I mean, we have people listen to these podcasts from all over the country, but it's a very, very rapidly developing part of our city. It's Vale, it's Rita Ranch, it's all of those places where there are thousands of families that would have to come in quite a distance for a medical emergency or for their care. If you have a sick child or a sick mother And then it it involves commuting, because you know how dramatic I sound. It was way out there, and it's like, okay, you have to pack your lunch, when it's really not that far. And to me, it's a perfect segue about something I would like you both to comment about. It's really important to a lot of us in this community, to community leaders, to citizens, to thought leaders, the beat goes on, that you remained You remain local and independent of anybody. You're doing something out in that area because you care about our community and the decision-making is made here in Southern Arizona. It's not some corporate headquarters in Chicago saying, oh, no, we're not going to do that because we don't care or we don't have the money or whatever. It's really important to us. So what kind of strategies do you have in place that can give us confidence that you're strategically making sure that that's what's going to be the story forever
0: you know i wanted to make a comment about julia's comment about the 50 million dollars in community benefit it's yeah. really important underscore for our community. i feel like ringing the bell it's really important for our community to understand that that goes right to the bottom line and we do it because it's the right thing to do it's part of our mission it's built into it's our a dna lot of money in it's this what community. we do absolutely yeah absolutely it's
1: a big it's a big deal
0: To your question, um, our strategy is to remain independent and we work with mainly independent physicians uh, who are also uh, adamant about remaining independent. So the fact that we can work together to maintain our independence is really important. So I'll identify three real quick things that we did uh, in this last year and a half. Uh, We joined the Mayo Clinic Care Network.
1: How big is that? Like We have to press pause and not gloss over that. So if I have something wrong with me and I go to TMC. I can get consulting services.
0: Your physician can get consulting services from the Mayo Clinic. Yeah, not me personally. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: I've got some power, yes. but not that much power.
0: <laughs> no, I think it's important to recognize it's very that important. we're using um, everything, all the knowledge that Mayo has accumulated is now available to patients that are cared for at TMC. It's huge. And Mayo's strategy is not buying or acquiring hospitals. They just want to take care of more people. Partnering. And this is the way to do it.
1: Partnering. So that's one. What else?
0: The second thing we did that's really important to TMC and to our community and to our rural partners is we formed a new not-for-profit called the Southern Arizona Hospital Alliance. And it's a, a group of hospitals in Benson, Bisbee, Wilcox-Safford, and Tucson Medical Center that are working very closely together to ensure that patients in our, in our rural communities are, are, have the best care possible.
1: And is it a strategic alliance in terms of um, quality of care and sharing resources? What type of alliance is it with those hospitals in the rural areas? We're talking, in some of those cases, rural areas.
0: It, it's a little bit of everything. Okay. Okay. Um, We're offering a lot of services to them that aren't available to hospitals on their own, like our purchasing power, our negotiating power, and the quality of care in aligning their systems with ours so that their patients are well taken care of when they need to be uh, brought to Tucson for an acute care episode. We want to keep their patients in their communities. That's very important to them and to to their citizens. And so our ability to help them any way we can To maintain their quality of care to keep their patients in their communities is really important
1: and you know I have to comment on people like the elderly Benson is a really affordable retirement community and it really is And it's a retire it's a community for military to live in and to know that there is quality of care you don't have to have fear I mean when my parents were old where they lived was really dependent upon the access to good medical care which is why they stayed in Tucson and it was, you know, it really matters that you can do that same thing if you live in Benson or if you live in Wilcox because they don't have the financial depth and breadth that TMC does. So that's another, that's like kudos. Mm-hmm. I got goosebumps. And as I say to everybody, you can't fake goosebumps. It's a really important one on so many levels.
2: You know, I would add that um, one. Those, all of the hospitals that are in the Alliance, like TMC, are dedicated to remaining independent. And we believe that there is a there is a value to local ownership and local investment in health care because we are able to really address community and the community needs up as we see them and as they evolve in a manner that's quick and responsive and in a way that um, that others may not be able to and so i think that that's very important and um, as we recently released our community health needs assessment that we did in collaboration with Pima County and many other providers in the community were really able to hone in and make a very local response to a very lo- to a very local challenges, and so that it adds value, and one is one of the reasons we're committed.
1: And you know, there's a I don't know if this is really as relevant as as, as it sh- you know it's important to me, but when you're doing things like the partnership with Janos. It's fun, too. It gets people excited. It's a hospital partnering with a local celebrity and an internationally known chef for the greater good, for wellness. I mean, who didn't have fun going down there watching Ray Carroll cook? It's like there's a really um, feel-good community piece that's not corporate. Does that make sense? You're shaking your head, and this is not a yeah. TV. This is radio. Okay, you guys. You know, I would oh, they say can't see us?
2: one of the one of the things could. that we've found is that over the years, you know, 20 years ago, a nonprofit hospital was able to demonstrate their benefit to the community by providing charity care, and we still do that. But as you as healthcare has evolved and as we move forward, it's becoming increasingly evident that hospitals need to take a broader look at how they address. The health of their community it's no longer just taking pe- care of people when they need acute care services right it's being part of the fabric of the community and engaging people where they are in their health care journey and in their health and wellness journey so that we can be part of that experience, help them make the right decisions to have a long term healthier um, healthier life and that in the end will reduce the overall cost of health care, which is something that's important for so many and it 's the only way that we're really going to be able to make the healthcare system sustainable long-term. And when you have a,
1: a, I'm sure we're going to do a show about this at some point, or I hope we are about CORE, which you have at La Encantada. I've been to some of those and they're standing room only. They're full and it's, it's a wellness concept and it's great speakers and it's open and it's free to the community. I mean, it's in a high end area. But it's not all high-end people that go. I've gone, and it's a mixture of everybody from the community who see it and know it and can go up there and have access to free, informative, important stuff. Okay, what's number three? I bet you thought I got my ADD, and I forgot, but I didn't. No, you did get your ADD
0: in, but you remembered. That's good. That's good. I did. The third one is is our new relationship with Phoenix Children's Hospital. Do tell. We now have the resources uh, of Phoenix Children's now in Tucson. and So their hospitalists will see children uh, in our Children's Medical Center and their intensivists will care for uh, the sicker children in our Pediatric Intensive Care Unit. And we established that relationship a year ago because they have the resources of a full children's hospital that we now have access to here in Tucson. And we're going to grow that relationship over time so that children in our community are well taken care of. And the fact that we're also a Children's Miracle Network Hospital means that we can bring ph- philanthropy to bear uh, to purchase life-saving equipment and sponsor and support programs that enhance the quality of life for, for kids in our community.
1: It's a really big deal. I mean, it really is a big deal. And another thing I noticed about the report, and it's, it's a, to me not so subtle a nuance, but really important, is the year before the report said, we are Tucson, And this year's report said, we are Southern Arizona. So is that reflective of the increase in the scope and the reporting and the services to a broader and reflective of the Alliance?
2: I would say absolutely. We have um, Tucson Medical Center has been uh, serving the Southern Arizona for 70 years. We have um, very loyal uh, patients and customers who have in Douglas and Bisbee and throughout. Um, We, We were very clear um, in 2000, when we released our report last year to identify as um, the local community hospital, and we think that that's something of value. We wanted to make sure that people were aware of that. Um, What we said this year is together, we're stronger, Southern Arizona. Yes. And um, recognizing that by bringing all of these partners together, the resources that Michael talked about and the partners in Southern Arizona and our many other partners that we work with, like the Canyon Ranch Institute... Um, You mentioned Janos and the Carriage House. All of those partnerships come together to create a really unique package that we're able to um, engage and serve our community better.
0: It just enriches the whole pot. Another important element of what you asked in terms of our strategies, uh, we don't employ many physicians. We work primarily with independent physicians, surgeons and physicians. And it's important for the community to know that our strategy going forward is not to acquire but to collaborate, Such a not to consolidate, but so to partner. Yes. And as Julia said, I think we're, we're stronger in taking care of our community by these affiliations and collaborations.
1: And I can go a little bit, I, I can be a little bit politically incorrect because I'm Mrs. Green, I will not say anything really harmful, but the value in that to me is very clear. A lot of physicians are leaving some of the hospitals in our community because of a big merger, I mean, that's the God's honest truth. A lot of really quality people are leaving. And when you have the structure that you do, it keeps good people here that have not the burden of being part of such a huge monolith and really keeping quality of care in our city. And it really matters. It's like, let's hear it for TMC.
0: We have independent physicians that like being independent and their yes. practice, the way they practice medicine reflects it. And we actually give a lot of our independent physicians leadership roles in the hospital by serving as medical directors. We have over 41 medical directors in various disciplines, just as many section chiefs. So we have doctors who like being independent, like practicing at an independent hospital because they're given the ability to to, to take ownership of the hospital and bring their expertise to make our our make our patient care the best it can be.
1: So many important pieces of that for the quality of care for the people in Southern Arizona. And believe me, I'm more aware of it now than I have ever been. And maybe that's because I turned 65 and anything like, you know, your pinky hurts and you think, okay, that's it. The beginning of the end. <laughs> I really care about a medical care. Let's talk a little bit more about philanthropy because it is a key part of your strategy at TMC and the foundation strategically awards internally-based grants on the, you know, on the organization. I'd like to know this True North initiative. I don't know enough about that. Patient, people, patient experience, profitability, quality, and safety. Who wants to field this one and share with us what is the philosophy and the strategy for your organization when it comes to philanthropy?
0: Maybe it's we can big. tag team? Tag team. But those are essentially the goals for the hospital. And all the departments in the hospital um, are tasked with coming up with their set of objectives that will align with those goals of the hospital. So everybody's pulling the wagon in the same direction. We're all about the patient experience. We're all about providing a quality and safety experience for our patients. Uh, we want to support our people, our staff, and our physicians. And lastly, we want to we be profitable. We, we want to make a little money so that we can show the community that we're reinvesting in, in our infrastructure in life-saving equipment and programs.
1: And you don't you do want to really show a profit. Nobody's in business to lose money. Right. It's like, come on, people, that's not a good business model. Julia, what well, would you well, like to add?
2: You know, if you when you talk about the you know, a non profit hospital doesn't mean that you know that we we can't we don't need to right. make a, a profit. Um but we reinvest that in the community. Over the last eight years we've invested over three hundred million dollars in Tucson in the in the construction on our campus, in infrastructure in terms of our electronic medical record. In building things like the, um, the Rincon Health Campus, those sorts of things, those are real dollars that have been invested in the community because we have um, been focused on quality performance so that we're able to continue and sustain. And to continue on that path is the only way that we're going to be able to remain independent. And a critical part of that is the work that Michael and his team do in terms of engaging the community. Just as we give back to the community, the community gives to us, and it's that symbiotic relationship that makes Tucson Medical Center really unique.
0: Going forward in healthcare, you know, our revenues are getting squeezed. It's a little bit tighter every single day, right. and the way that we get paid is changing radically. So, nonprofit hospitals across the country are really funded by a, a, a three-legged stool, if you will, um, operate. Um, Financially stable, you know. Um, the second one is we have great relationships with our bankers that we can turn to when we want operating capital, and the third is we it's ask huge. for it. Yeah, you earn it, you borrow it, you ask for it. So philanthropy is playing a, a, a critical role. Uh, it seems like I've been in a capital campaign ever since I landed at TMC. <laughs> I was thinking
1: about that. You have been in the fundraising mode for what a, a several decades, <laughs> I think it is now. How old are you? <laughs> it's like yeah, a long time raising a lot of money. And every time you go there, there are beautiful improvements. I'll never forget my tour of the children's area, where it's like it's, it's kind of sick to say this, but it's true. You just want to stay because there's a lot of mm-hmm. kids having fun and playing games and. You hope your child doesn't have to go there, but if they do, what a great place to have to go.
0: When we ask the community to support TMC, whether it's TMC for Children in, in, in building our new Children's Medical Center or the current campaign we're in now that we're almost done with, and that's our new Women's Center, that allows the hospital to redirect those dollars it would have otherwise spent on that capital infrastructure on other things that are very, very key and important. And we ask philanthropists to support us on those things that we think are really important that advance the mission and the care for our patients in our community.
1: And I want to talk about that in depth, but just to finish off the philanthropy part, I, from my notes I understand that in 2015 the TMC Foundation Grant Awards Committee supported the hospital and the community through 61 grants. More than two million dollars? Yes. It was
0: close to two point seven million dollars.
1: That's then it should be almost three.
0: Those are departments within the hospital that on a quarterly basis will submit proposals and we have a a committee made up of our trustees and volunteers that will vet those proposals and make investments in departments where we think they have the best opportunity to move the dial on those four true norths that we talked about.
1: Is that common or i never heard of anything like that like that blows my socks off that's a really wonderful process so people that are working for you that see a solution that will help them do better care or change something can come in and ask you yes oh my gosh that's really big and i bet donors like that too
0: they love it because they're engaged they, they get to see how how their money's being used
1: how their money's being used And let's talk about it. I'm, of course, very excited. It's the Joel M. Childers MD Women's Center campaign. And what is the vision for women's care in the future? You can be sure I'm loving that. (laughs) Is it going to focus on women over 65? I'm only kidding.
0: (laughs) We are very proud of the fact that we're the market leader in women's health care. Our maternal fetal medicine program is one of the best around. We have the lowest C-section rate, and we deliver nearly the most babies in the state. In 2013, we delivered the most in the state of Arizona, but every year we're sort of competing for first or second.
1: And a low C-section rate, that matters so much it to me. It matters
0: tremendous amount.
1: To me and all the women that didn't have it to conveniently work in some doctor's schedule, we know the truth about a lot of that.
0: And what's made our, our women's uh, practice so prominent in our community is that we have anesthesiologists, radiologists, uh, OBGYNs, maternal fetal medicine doctors, neonatologists, on-call 24-7. And when I say on-call, I don't mean we've got a call and they've got to drive from somewhere. They actually office and stay in the building 24-7. So that's, that's what's really made, it's one of the key ingredients that's made our program so successful. So this $12.5 million campaign is all about consolidating those services in a beautiful environment so that women and children have the, the best experience.
1: So, is it going to be well, is it mostly going to be on is it a full spectrum of care and wellness and treatment, or is it going to focus a lot on the mother child? What is the vision?
0: There's a little bit of everything everything included there, but we start with the most important thing that's that's uh, important to our women's center program, and that's our labor and delivery program. Yes our antepartum testing clinic. I mean, on on a daily basis, we'll have 40 to 50 women coming in every 15 minutes for their non-stress test. And again, those physicians that are on call and in the building are there for that very reason to provide the best care possible. Our women's surgery program is one of the best. Uh, We have tremendous outcomes with women's surgery. We're using the the newest, latest technology, the Da Vinci robotic tool that lowers length of stay, lowers complications, lowers medications, lowers uh, so many things for women and gets them back to their... Normal activities much, much faster.
2: In Tucson, do you want to add anything, Julia? I was just gonna say that in the really in the heart of that new women's center is our new women's courtyard, which is really a combination of it brings together that holistic view in terms of how you heal. So while we have state of the art care, the very best medical care you can you can find for that service line. Right in the middle of that, we have a very engaging, beautiful courtyard that is that environment of healing that is so important and so unique to TMC. And
1: you can't even describe it unless you're there, a lot of those courtyards, because it is a feeling, a real feeling of getting out of the hospital. When you go into that courtyard, you're out of the hospital and you're reading and you're hearing the water and you're looking at all of the beautiful things that Gail Roberts created and the other artists and it's just different it's healing to go out there even if nothing's wrong it's a very very serene and you know i was one of the first to get there and one of the last ones to leave everybody was cleaning up when they had the dedication
0: it's important to note that we've got 32 landscaped courtyards and nearly every single patient room in the hospital has a window to a landscaped courtyard and that's just part of our history
1: and it helps with healing it does it's it's proven. That's scientific. It helps with healing. I mean,
0: we've had experts like Esther Sternberg, who's yes. with the uh, University of Arizona yes. Integrated Medicine Program, come and, and take a tour, and she uses photographs and those courtyards in her lectures about the healing environment.
1: And her lectures, I mean, they're spellbinding. The mm-hmm. power of healing yes. through space. She's, a, she's brilliant. I've got to get well, her on the and show. And it's don't. really
2: an example of how integrated we are in, in Tucson in the desert. For example, there's a courtyard now... That we actually have closed to the public because there is a, it's actually near the women's center, is closed to the public because there's a mother hawk with her babies in the courtyard. And so we have closed the courtyard to the public so that hawk family is able to grow and do their thing and be healthy. And when they move on, we will reopen that courtyard.
1: So can certain people come and have a peek?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We can send some pictures. (laughs) That's that's,
1: but that's amazing. That's an unbelievable, great human interest story.
0: Our grounds and maintenance supervisor Brad Wedding, he's like certified by the state wildlife department and knows these animals really, really well. So when he says that we've got to close the courtyard because there's a mother watching two babies. We close he says, the courtyard. He says jump, we say hi.
1: That's right. It's really great. And mm-hmm. the Hawks are such a... I mean, even places like TEP with their Raptor program, mm-hmm. it's so yes. nice about Tucson that we care, and there is such a thing as Tucson and not all of our expended seven other cities that border our, our area. I would like to know if there's anything else that I missed, because I, I think it's important to... The th- question I'd like to end with is... What is the best way for people to in any way, shape, or form stay current on the plethora of things that you're doing and that activities they can go to for free and what you're sponsoring? Nobody could keep track of that. But what's the best way to stay in touch with you via social media or a newsletter or whatever?
2: We have a very robust digital strategy, and so I would suggest going to to our website at www.tmcaz.com. And then also following us on our blogs, we have a blog at um, www.tmcaznews, um, we have a TMC for Children blog, a TMC for Women blog, and more. But all of those really carry that story out, um, and we have Facebook and Pinterest and, and Twitter and, and all of those different things where we really try to share and be as transparent as we can, can be with our community so they are engaged it's their hospital. We want them to understand their story and um, share the story of the people who come to work every day, the nurses, the doctors, the technicians who come to work every day and put so much of their their, um, their expertise, their compassion, and their caring into taking care of the community. And that's the story we want to tell. And all of those different venues are um, really a great place to do that. It them. makes
1: it real. That's what I keep coming up with. I mean, it really makes it real. It makes you put songs in your head happy songs about what's going on we talked about it off air it's kind of like a private joke everybody but it's okay how do we get those songs in our head about things but okay and joel m childers can you tell me why that naming
0: joel was a very prominent uh uh, ob-gyn taught all over the world he was recognized internationally and he died in 2012 in a tragic car accident motorcycle accident and his parents um uh, who miss him dearly, wanted to uh, honor his memory by naming the Women's Center for him. And so many of his colleagues uh, who still practice at the hospital are just uh, so thrilled that that uh, Mr. and Mrs. Childers would want to honor their son that way and put his name on our Women's Center when he taught and trained with so many of uh, the ob here in our community.
1: What a wonderful thing to really be able to talk about. So everybody, in this closing minute, I just want to ask all of you to really invest your time in looking at TMC as a pillar of the community, as a community development of this community, a community benefit. And I do my personal shout out to let's keep them strong. Let's support them. Let's thank them for the events that they do, because you guys are everywhere. And I'm having so much fun doing this series and learning more about you and spreading the good green word. Great shows coming up. Cowspiracy, you're going to want to hear that one on Saturday and next week. Cherry Ludlam talking about food cycling at Fry's. It's going to be great. Make it a great green week. You guys, thanks for Thank being you. here.